Hi, I'm Greg Lucky, and we're reading today from Exodus 20, verses 18 through 26. This portion of scripture follows those that contain the Ten Commandments that were spoken by God from Mount Sinai. When the people saw the thunder and lightning, and heard the trumpet, and saw the mountain in smoke, they trembled with fear. They stayed at a distance, and said to Moses, Speak to us yourself, and we will listen but do not have God speak to us or we will die. Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. God has come to test you so that the fear of God will be with you to keep you from sinning. The people remained at a distance while Moses approached the thick darkness where God was. Then the Lord said to Moses, tell the Israelites this, you have seen for yourselves that I have spoken to you from heaven do not make any gods to be alongside of me. Do not make yourselves gods of silver or gods of gold. Make an altar of earth for me and sacrifice on it your burnt offerings and fellowship offerings, your sheep and goats and your cattle. Whenever I cause my name to be honored, I will come to you and bless you. If you make an altar of stones for me, do not build it with dressed stones, for you will defile it if you use a tool on it. And do not go up to my altar on steps, or your private parts may be exposed. The first thing that catches my attention as I read these verses has to do with fear. In fairness to the Israelites, there were a lot of scary things going on. There was thunder and lightning, the sound of a loud trumpet was echoing through their ears, and the mountain was covered with smoke. These verses said that they trembled with fear. Moses saw their fear and said to the people, do not be afraid. How many of us would have been afraid for our lives if we had been there? Moses went on to say, God has come to test you so that the fear of God will be with you. But this fear was not the same kind of fear that he saw on the Israelites' faces. This last mention of fear refers to having a deep respect, admiration or reverence for God. There are many passages in the Bible that refer to fear that are spoken in this positive context. A couple of these include Proverbs 9 verse 10, where it says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, or Proverbs 2 verse 5, which says, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. The fear mentioned in Exodus acknowledges God's good intentions. The fear of God will be with you to keep you from sinning. I'm reminded that it's a transition from being afraid in a negative context to being confident in God and trusting him with our lives. Up to now, the Israelites really had a pretty poor battering average. They complained about everything and they seemed to lose their trust in God's promises. Even with the miracles he performed right in front of them, the plagues that God used to free Israel from the Egyptians, the crossing of the Red Sea on dry ground, providing manna from heaven, and even drawing water from a rock. These all seemed to fade away as they took their eyes off of God. In verse 22 of today's reading, God said, You have seen for yourselves that I have spoken to you from heaven. Do not make any gods to be alongside me. Do not make for yourself gods of silver or gods of gold. Even in speaking these words, God knew that just a few chapters later in the book of Exodus, the Israelites would build a golden calf when Moses had not yet returned from being on Mount Sinai. 
Even Aaron, Moses' brother, fell short in the command to have no other gods, and he helped them to build it. It amazes me how quickly the Israelites lost faith and trust in God when he had brought them this far already. I don't know about you, but there are times when I've taken God out of first place in my life. I had a hobby a few years back that I truly loved to do. It was really easy for me to spend time with it. Spiritually, there was nothing wrong with it as a hobby, but I found myself making it a higher priority than spending time in God-related things. Maybe you have a similar higher priority. Maybe it's a hobby like mine was, or could it be enjoyment of other activities that become more important than spending time with God? Maybe it's even attachment to treasures in your life that prevent you from giving time to God. I was fortunate enough to realize my situation. I sensed God pricking at my heart, reminding me of the need to keep Him first. If you truly want to grow deeper in your walk with God, I encourage you to flee from things that dominate your life and that take you away from God. Don't let money, work, possessions, or even time take a front seat to a deeper relationship with Him. What other lessons can we apply directly to our lives from today's Bible reading? For me, I'm reminded that just as the Israelites lost trust in God quickly, I need to trust God first. The Israelites struggled with trust time after time, and we will too unless we keep our sights focused on Jesus and what he did for us on the cross. A few months ago, I fell from a tree while removing a branch and seriously injured myself. I had surgery, was in the hospital for three and a half weeks, and was told it would be a six-month recovery. I've been a Christian for many years, and as much as I've seen God take care of my needs over and over again in the past, my first instinct was to worry about finances and lost work. Needless to say, God is providing financially with amazing support from family and friends, and it humbles me to know that even though I failed Him by not trusting Him first, He had always been there for me. In reality, I wasn't a whole lot different from the Israelites when they forgot what God had done for them, and I'm thankful that He reminded me of His presence and His promises. Deuteronomy 31 verse 6 says, Do not fear, for it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. Matthew 6 verse 33 says, But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things, that is food, clothing, housing, will be given to you as well. Lauren Daigle, a Christian music artist, has a song called Trust in You. Every time I listen to the song, I'm reminded that I need to trust Him first. The words go like this. When you don't move the mountains, I'm needing you to move. When you don't part the waters, I wish I could walk through. When you don't give the answers as I cry out to you, I will trust, I will trust, I will trust in you. Let's pray. God, thank you that you have our best interest in mind. Your word says that when we seek you, we'll find you if we seek you with all our hearts. Our prayer today is that we sense your presence in our lives and lean into you first in our day-to-day -day circumstances. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Have a great day, and don't forget to trust God's promises.